You're listening to the Lead 'em Up Podcast, powered by Chick-fil-A. Hey, thank you for hanging with us today. I am Adam Bradley alongside Kyle Elmendorf, uh, representing the Lead 'em Up team. And we're excited today to have Nick Schratweiser, uh, Athletic Director of Port Washington. And if you follow us on social, uh, if you subscribe to our email list, you've seen or heard us talk about the work that we are doing up at Port Washington and Long Island. And, and Nick has been incre- extremely just critical in helping kind of outfit and outline all the work that we're doing up there and, and helping bring it all together. And Nick, it's interesting from an athletic director standpoint, I believe you have a relatively unique perspective, Nick right? And a unique approach. I have been blown away, Nick, with your desire and passion to create something really, really special at Port Washington. And, Thank you. you know, and it's been really, really impressive. You've now been there, I believe, going in second or third year. I think it's third, your third year. year. This is the middle of my third year. Yeah, third year. And let, let me just ask you, you know, like when you came in, Listen, a lot of ADs, they, they come in to do the logistics, the admin stuff, and just make sure everything's operating and, and kind of that's what they do. And it kind of ends there. And, and it is what it is, right? Where did this come from for you to like say, you know what, I want to come in here and do more. I really want to transform. I want to create. Um, like, where does that come from? So previously before this, um, I did coaching when I was like right out of college and some like some smaller educational stuff. Like I was a TA when I started teaching. Um, I was in the city for 10 years, New York city for 10 years. Um, I was always kind of that educator that wore like a million different hats. So I would always step out of like my classroom, which was phys ed um, and take on these other roles, whether that be athletic director or Dean. Um, I would start clubs. Like we did a, we did a boys leadership club. Um, and I was in a few different schools, but I was always doing these other things. And people would always be like, well, why are you like, why are you doing that? Like, what, like, just teach, dude, just like, what, what's going on? Um, but I always found it really important. And I, it was like a strong, like core belief of mine that school should be so much more than just classrooms where you come in and, and you take a class and then eventually you'll have a test and then you move on. It should be a home. It should be something that you look forward to going to every day. So when I transitioned uh, over to Port Washington, they were doing some leadership stuff in these small pockets, but there wasn't really anything program wide. Um, so it was really important to me to kind of evaluate what was happening here already um, and decide what was the best route to go in moving forward program wide because we wanted to to give our student athletes that special you know experience um that's so much more than just playing on a team and coming to a practice and eventually having a game it's it's so much more than that um so yeah that's kind of that's kind of where we're at now Nick I love all of that and one thing in particular that that stuck out to me, um, being a former educator and in the role of education for over 18 years, you said at the very beginning when you were coaching and when you were kind of leading these different groups and your interest started to kind of gravitate towards leadership and developing some of those things in your athletes, it seemed like there was kind of a little bit of a tug against. You had mentioned that people would would say to you, why are you doing that? You know, why is that of interest? So 
I think that a lot of our listeners and a lot of our coaches and ADs might find some common ground in that. I just would like for you to kind of expand upon that is uh, why did you think that was the comments made and, and what did you do? How did you kind of react to those comments when they were made? So at my previous school that I was at before this, um, there was a lot of resistance as far as like, not, not saying that that's like, it's a bad thing. Just like, almost like why you're like, you're putting in too much work. Like you're like, you're going above and beyond. Why are you doing that? Um, and I would find these like special moments. So we had like a, we had a boys group uh, that we would meet, you know, after school a couple of times a month, we would meet during lunch a couple of times a month. We would do a handful of trips and I was seeing these incredible experience in students. We had like a very high population of students from out of the country. Um, so they were being exposed to different experience or visits and trips and things like that that they've never seen before. And I was seeing these incredible experiences happening. Um, we would do like lunch meetings where we just sit in a circle and we would just talk like just like any, any boy throughout a topic and they would just start talking. Hmm. Um, and then we'd always end with, okay, whoever the last person to, to speak would, would have to shout someone out for something positive that they saw that student do in that week. And then that person would go to someone different and that person would go to someone different. And they were shouting each other out for things that they didn't even realize they were doing. So they would be like, hey, I want to shout out Kyle because in math class the other day, the teacher was having a really hard time and he helped like mitigate the situation by like working with a student that was having difficulty and lashing out and blah, blah, blah. And the kid didn't realize he was doing anything like he was just like, yeah, I'm supposed to do that. But he was shouted out for that. And one time I remember they were like, you're giving up your lunch for this. Like, what are you doing? And I had the person come in. I was like, yo, sit with us, sit with us in this meeting. And we did something similar to that. And I left and I was like, that's why we're doing this. Because we're giving these kids this powerful, powerful experience when they might not have anything positive that happens in their day after this. Um. So I think like when I came to Port Washington and I was seeing all of these like really great things happening, but they were in smaller pockets. It was like, Hey, this is so great here with this team, with this coach, because they believe in that. Why are we not doing those similar things with all of our student athletes? So we can give all of our student athletes this powerful experience. You know, it's, it's interesting. I think about what Kyle said in his question there. Um, it, you know, grownups are in some ways, similar to to our younger kids in the sense that you know the younger kids will use phrases and you'll hear people talk about like oh you're a try hard right or you're a do good or like oh look at you going above and beyond it's like little slights yeah you you learn that it actually doesn't really end sometimes when you get into the when you become more adult they may not use hey nick yeah. you're being a try hard but they'll make little comments that you said and 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 i've just come to learn that a lot of times it's because when one is going above and beyond or doing more that exposes the other right it, it great it shines a brighter light on that other of what they're not doing right so then they feel this pressure to keep up and they don't want that right they just want to like Dude, Nick, pull it back a little bit. You're making me look bad over yeah. here. Like scale yeah. <laughs> it back a notch. Okay. But so anyways, I thought that was interesting, but I do want to ask you though, you know, obviously Port Washington is doing a full athletic program rollout of the lead them up program. One of just a small handful of schools. In fact, at the time when you all signed up, you were just the second school that was doing this full athletic program. The only one to our knowledge in the New York area of doing 
you know, kind of the full scale rollout, almost having a leadership coach on staff, essentially. Right. right? I, I just want to ask you, is what is the role of the AD? Is that your role? And I only ask because you had to help kind of facilitate this. You had to help kind of bring this forward and almost fight for this. You had to help get funding and different right. things like that. Part of the grant writing where there's a lot of ADs that, that they think in their mind, it's not their job. They think that, well, that's the coach's job. Like if they want to do it on their own, so be it. Right. But like my role is just simply to provide, you know, honor any requests that may come my way or right. you know, if someone asks me to do it. So like, where's that line? Where like your role versus the coach's role? Like, like, where does that play out? So when you have, you have a program so big, like I, we're in the top, I would say like population conference or whatever for, for our County. So we're one of the bigger schools around. I think when you're in a school this big, you're always going to have those individual coaches that are doing these things with their teams. Like you're always going to have that like shining star that's going above and beyond. Um, and like I said, we, we had that when I came in and I was, I was watching these things leadership wise happen with these coaches and then we'd have some other amazing coaches, but they weren't doing anything leadership wise. And then we'd have some, you know, a new coach that maybe needs some support in different areas, but, and they weren't doing anything like that at all. Um, and what I was finding was those guys that are doing it, they're good. They're always going to do this, but those other people, they need a little bit extra support. Um, and by providing that little extra support, we are providing a better experience for the student athletes that are going through our program. So year one for me was really like just trying to evaluate and see what's going on. And I was hearing all about lead them up um, and I was seeing things about lead them up. And I was, you know, visiting some of those teams, whether it be at a practice or at a session. So I was observing it year two. I was like, Hey, this is something that that could be special. Let's write a really small grant. Let's ask for it. Let's get the program. Let's get the handbooks. Let's get everything for our coaches and let's, let's provide it for them. Um, and we learned a lot in year one. You know, we learned that there'll be a, there'll be those great coaches that are just going to go and do this. There'll be some other ones that, Hey, you give it to them and they're going to look at it and they're going to, Hey, this is awesome. This is great. Um, and they might do some things here and there. And then you're going to have people that don't even read the email and don't even know what you're talking about. Um, so we learned a lot last year to the point that was like, Hey, we just need to provide more support. And we didn't really set our coaches up for success with lead them up. So how can we do this differently? And we, we met with Adam in the spring and we said, Hey, we want to do like a full scale rollout. Um, and, and yet again, you had mentioned that like we were the, one of the only schools around. We took a lot of pride in that. So we did a much larger program this year and applied for a grant thinking that we probably weren't going to get it. And we got a good amount of it. Um, which we were really surprised in. But the when we heard from the foundation that provided the grant, they said, hey, we asked, we asked our, we asked our students, like our kids at the house, or my son had his friends over and we asked them about Lead Em Up and they talked about it. They knew about it. And when kids are talking about it and doing it at home and they're playing video games or something else, we knew it was special. Um, so we we went with this bigger program. Yeah. And, and just to give a framework for anyone listening that is not familiar with kind of how we arranged it this year. Um, what we did is obviously every coach in the building fall, winter, spring uh, has access to the lead them up program. That that's a right. given. Um, 
But in addition to that, we did a, uh, a series of kind of preseason consultation calls with the coaches to kind of game plan of sorts, what their year will look like. And, and in many ways, kind of personalize that we weren't trying to make any coach do something they didn't want to do. Right. So we were trying to find their comfort level with it, how much their interest level was, and really try to personalize each plan for each coach. And some of them varied, you know, some that were more experienced. We kind of rolled out like a 12 part program. Some that were maybe just new to it. And, you know, what's this all about? Really? Maybe we just scaled it back and did like a four part for year one. Right. But still wanting to provide that structure. And then in addition to that, kind of created uh, and did these single day kickoff campus days where we would. What was that? Powerful, powerful days. Yeah. I mean, and these campus days are we did it at the beginning of fall, beginning of winter. We'll be back to do it at the beginning of spring where we spend the whole day on campus. Uh, you break up the whole day in 60 minute blocks. Teams sign up for those workshops, those 60 minute workshops. They get to, in essence, kind of pick the theme that they want to cover uh, during that workshop. And it helps kind of kickstart it. It really communicates. And Nick, I'll let you speak to this. I, I think it communicates to the players that there's a true leaned in partnership taking place. Right. This is not just something we're making up as port that we just kind of drew up and Googled a bunch of things that this is truly a partnership as we kick it off in conjunction with lead them up in person. And, and then it's the awards and the celebrations permeating throughout all the teams being spotlighted on social, right? Highlighted all throughout. Everybody knows about it. If you're an athlete at port about getting verified in the green team. And in the second year, we've seen a much greater uptick in engagement and excitement Anything you want to add? Because that, that's essentially the framework. Did I miss anything? Or anything no, I think, that's, I, think, I think the biggest thing is like, like, like I was speaking of sports, setting people up for success. So setting the coaches up for success by just providing the materials. There are people that will run with it, but there are people that need more. There are coaches that need more support. So by us providing the framework earlier, this, so like a month or two months ahead of their season, Hey, this is lead them all. This is what the curriculum looks like. This is an intro video. Now you're going to meet with Adam and you're just going to chat about, Hey, this is what's going on with my team. This is what's going on with my soccer team. Here's what happened last year, blah, blah, blah. And let's talk um, by filling out the survey. And then you take a look at the survey and you're saying, Hey, here's the roadmap for success for you. Here's the lessons that you should be doing. Then we have the kickoff with the, with the, um, with the teams, the campus days. Um, and then all after that, it's up to the coaches. Hey, you have the game plan here to make this something special. It's up to you to do it. And some people have really stuck to that. Some people have modified a little bit and some people really have it. Um, so we're learning in year three. I, I'm still learning on, on, Hey, I want to do this a little differently next year. Um, here's how I kind of want to do it a little differently in the spring. Um, and it just continued to grow. And it's, it's now I think we're at the point where it's, the language is kind of becoming a part of our culture um, where like I'll hear kids in the hallway and like a kid will say something not nice. And then I'll, I'll hear another kid say, that's not green. Like I, I hear it naturally happen. Yeah. Um, I see real this. red today. You hear yeah, that all the, the time. Stickers, yeah. The stickers yeah. are on their phones. Uh, the stickers are on their water bottles. So, and they see the kids that have the green verified stickers. Um, so it's, it's just, it's becoming more infused with the, with the overall program. It's just going to continue to grow and get better. And it's about 70. I don't know the exact number, but I just want to be realistic to those listening. Like, you know, to Nick's point, there are still some coaches that, that are, you know, 
haven't fully bought in. And, and you know what they've had a lot of times, that's why we kind of want to meet them where they are in some ways. A lot of times they they've got their own system. Maybe they've got something they've done in the past and, and it's been successful. So we don't want to like force this down anybody. Right. So right. I, I'd say realistically, we've got about 75, 80% engagement across the athletic program. Yeah, I, would Is say that fair? I would say it's somewhere around there. And, and sometimes it starts stronger. So it'll start really, really strong in the beginning of the season. I found that with our winter season, like the winter season is long and it's draining and you get around, it's the holidays and it's, you know, it's the dead of January right now. It's so we started off really strong um, with a lot of our teams in the winter. And then there might be so a lull because they get into some other things around the holidays and they're doing some other programs or, um, and then it needs maybe a pickup, you know, when there's a lull and, you know, there's, there, like I said, there's there's things you learn along the way, but that's that's the whole point of this. The whole point is learning and, and growing and, and changing and modifying to make it work for the students that you have in your program. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because for, first off, side note. I thought you were optimistic the whole time you were going to get the full grant. Now you're over here alluding that you were surprised you got it like. The whole it time was we a lot. Talking. It was a lot. So we were the whole time you kept telling me you're like, I think we'll be good. We'll be good. You're painting <laughs> this picture now over here. You're telling me you're like, we're so surprised we, have, we got it. We're really lucky in Port Washington. We have an incredible foundation. It's called the Ed Foundation that they'll support these ideas. Um, you got to sell it to them. And we sold it, you know, and they had I was a little new to them, but um some of the other staff members here that were already doing lead them up had some experience with them. And uh, they supported the grant the first year, which was a lot smaller. And then this year, the full rollout, they supported about 75% of the grant. Um, but it was really because they heard their own kids talking about it, right? So then we would invite them out to a campus day. And uh, and they attended the winter they attended. one. They were like blown away. Oh, this is the most incredible thing we've ever seen. We've never really been involved in athletics. They do a, they do a function for all of the grant award winners. And it's like, 35, 40 grants. A lot of them are, some of them are smaller. Some of them are bigger and, uh, you know, superintendents there and, you know, high ups and all our principals and all our school leaders. And they, they go, Hey, Nick, we want you to present lead them up. I'm like, me? you want me to present lead them up? Of all the things you're doing in our, our district, this is what you want. And they're like, yes, we present it. And the, the room is like blown away. We did the nine clap exercise and we had all our principals <laughs> clapping. And I didn't know you did all that. Yeah, it's awesome. Donors. So me and Eric, we presented and they were like, that was unbelievable. So um, when people hear about it and they learn about it more and they see, and they actually see it, they see it happening. They, they leave being like moved totally. Yeah, and, and when you say see it happen, it's important to note see the engagement of the young person happening yes. like that. That's what Nick is alluding to. It's, it's, it's the way the kids are leaning into the themes, the way they're incorporating the language, the yes. way they're engaging in it, the way, I mean, you saw in winter and I, I know Kyle, you got a question here. So I'm turned over in one sec, but you saw in winter how like many of the kids, they're like, like they were, they were excited to get another season of lead them up going. Right. right? I think about some of the players that are like, oh, let's go. Right. Hey, I'm yeah. ready to rock. And and they were remembering the things shared in the first season Yeah. So where, where I was actually leaning on some of them. I'd be like, Hey, I'm gonna let you explain this point. Cause I know, you know, it, I'm gonna let you explain it. Yeah. And then they would go and teach it. Right. Showing that it's being retained and received. Hey, this is Ashley from Chick-fil-A and this is today's leadership nugget. Today, 
we're talking all about mindset. How do we possibly find the time to stay positive and keep an optimistic outlook when faced with so much uncertainty around us? I'll share a few tips and tricks to help you. One, remove the expectation that you have to be perfect. You don't. You have to work towards letting go of the idea that things have to be a certain way. Two, remind yourself of the glorious gift of grace. Spending time and working towards centering your thoughts will be extremely helpful in reminding yourself of God's promises. Three, extend gratitude. If you constantly focus on what you lack in life, it's hard to see the beauty of what you actually do have. What you focus on increases. It's true. And four, get help where you can. Make an active choice to rely on a helping hand from others. Positivity in your mindset is a daily choice you get to make. Choosing to see the glass as half full is all about mindset. It's simply a way of thinking. Now, let's jump back into the episode. Nick, I love that story you shared about you and Eric getting up in front of all like the district level administrators and sharing. I'm also curious, what is, what's the feedback been from teachers and staff within the building? Have they noticed improvement and engagement, a different level of quality of student yeah. athlete? And also, what are the parents saying? What's the parent experience been like? Um, have you got any feedback from, from their end? Yeah, both both po- overwhelmingly positive. I would say, so we're, lo- so Eric Sutt's one of my amazing softball coach. He coaches a bunch of other things for us. He was, when I first came to the district, he was one that was like fully engaged and lead him up. And he was doing it with his team and he had known Adam for a while. He works at one of our elementary schools, he's an elementary school teacher. So he brought the curriculum to his school. So his principals are fully on board. Now we roll it out athletic department wide. And now all of a sudden these other principals start hearing about this. Now our middle school principal and, and assistant principal is like, what's, what's going on over there? Cause they're seeing the posts online. They're hearing about it from this elementary school. They want to attend it. They attend the campus day. They're like, this is amazing. Our high school principal, she, she hears about it. She wants, so the staff had been like, what's, what is that? What's going on over there? Um, but then when they come in the experience and they're a part of it, they're like, we need to bring this to our staff or to our students. Parent wise, overwhelmingly positive. I would say that when the kids leave the campus day, they're getting in cars with mom and dad or they're going home and they're talking about it. Right. And they're seeing like a, a positive thing that the kids are talking about it in this like oftentimes negative world that we live in. Um, and they're glowing when we do the verifications, we, we shout the kid out on, on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, the parents will, will write us like, thank you so much. Like that made my son's year. Um, so the it overwhelmingly positive, both from the staff, from the parents. Yeah. That's great yeah, to hear. And, and I can speak to that too, just because, um, I mean, it, it won't surprise me if next year, you know, we're doing, lead them up with the staff uh, to Nick's point at Port and uh, Weber Middle School, which is the the middle school connected to Port. Um, We've had a lot of conversations about the interest there to, because once again, we always say lead them up. We get positioned in the team building by nature of who we work with, but we always push back and we say we are people building. 
Right. Okay. Like we're people building. So like, it doesn't matter if it's a 15 year old on a sports team or if it's a 35 year old act, you know, in, in academia, like we're trying to develop people. And if you build the people with the right character, i.e. who they are and how they show up and then have them demonstrate the right behavior, i.e. their leadership, you're going to build a really special culture. So like it is applicable to so many levels. So we're having these conversations. So to your question, Kyle, and Nick's point, man, the staff have seen it. They're like, they're interested in like, can we get some of this? Right. But then the parents, so, I mean, we had a call with the Port Washington um, I forget the name of them. Parent, but like, the parent council. Yeah. The parent council, which are yeah. like a group of parents that help kind of incorporate like lead initiatives and contribute in various ways because they were so like impressed. They wanted to learn more about it, see how they could help. And I remember we were riding around that day where I was hanging out at the, that one random day and we yes. were watching the game, soccer and stuff yeah. like that. And I remember we went up to the field hockey game and uh, the one parent set of parents, uh, the Schwarzman. Yes. Um, right. Like I remember them coming up and they're like, Oh, you're, you're Adam. We'll lead them up. Like, and we connected because their son went through it a couple of years ago at port. And now their daughter is going through it uh, on the field hockey team. And she may play other winter sports and spring sports. Yeah. I can't recall, but um, I mean, you recall Nick, they, I mean, they went on. Like they were just like, oh, what a great experience. It's been so good. It's played a big role. It's been memorable. They like whispered in my ear. They were like, is that Adam Bradley? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that day though, I would have to say like that day sticks out for me, Adam, because you were on campus and it wasn't like a scheduled day. So the kids didn't know about it. And watching, like, I remember the like when the soccer game ended, the kids were just like running up. I'm like, hey. And they would start talking about things that like, just issues that they were having. I remember you were chatting with some of the soccer girls. Um, and it I, mean, just, I, I, I miss dinner. Powerful this program is that the kids really bought in and they were like, we just want to use you as a resource to like help us work through these tough situations that we have. Yeah. And, and I missed dinner that night. Right. Because I stayed at the soccer field or the, the, the main field there to like eight 30 at night, just yeah. talking to athletes and, and not, not making this about me. It's, it's about the fact that this there's a hunger amongst players to grow as leaders, to build special teams. Kids want to be part of something special. They want to be part of green teams. They want to build special teams. And, and, and I'll never forget that night either. Like I'm sitting there just with a group of athletes. All they're doing is literally asking like, how can we keep building a more green team? Like, how can we build a special, a more special team? This is Love a it. challenge we're dealing. This is what we're dealing with. Like, think about this. This wasn't like, me sitting down, hey, can I have a Q&A panel discussion with you all to pick your brains? This was them just being like, we want we want this, which all teams and athletes do. They want to be part of green teams. This was them just being hungry to want it. And it just gives a glimpse into why programs like Lead Em Up, and there's others, we're not the only one, but why programs like Lead Em Up are so important because it is serving a need within our teams and within our athletes. And it's helping provide solutions to things that they don't have the answers to right now. They, they don't, they, they do. They're doing the best with what they know. They don't know how to lead. Well, they're 15, 16, 17, 18, whatever they need support. They need guidance structure. They need tangible ways to accomplish it. They need language to lean into. And, and that was just evident, right? It, it was just evident. And, you know, yeah, I remember a story when I first got here, I remember a story that um, 
Eric had told me. So Eric's our softball coach and he was doing lead him up with his softball team. And they were, it was, it was clicking. It was working. They were seeing growth. They were seeing development and girls that were on the lacrosse team had approached Eric and were like, Hey, can you just do this with us? Like we need this. And the coach didn't even know what lead him up was um, at the time. And, uh, and I was like, it just always stuck with me. That was like, kids recognize when special things are happening and they want to be a part of it. Um, and that was like one of the big reasons why I was like, Hey, that story just, just resonated with me. And it was like, it, it shows that it relates to the soccer thing you just said. And, and honestly, I've shared this on social before. Please don't ever be a coach where your players want to grow the leadership and culture of the program more than you do. Like, like, please don't be that. And I say that because I can show you clear firsthand proof. I have a large number and it's a, it's a regular thing, large number of DMS from athletes on Instagram asking if, if we can get lead them up over for their next season team. Very, very common. I mean, I'm this, this is, it's not even a big deal because it just happens all the time. A player will go through it in the spring or in, in a season and, and maybe I'm with them. That's where the relationship comes from, right? I'm with them in a the football season and then they go into winter and then they're now in the basketball team and the player, coach, man, we got to get you out here. We got to get you out here for basketball. We got to get you out here for lacrosse because they experience it. Now they're not and they're like, man, we need this. And my, my response is only, and it's the same thing every time, man, get coach on board and we'll talk. Get coach on board and we'll talk. And then it 90% of the time, here's how it plays out. All right, bet. Bet, I'm, I'm going to bring it up to coach. And then you never hear a single word. Right. I have kids knock on my door. I have kids knock on my door and ask me, can you make Can you make the coach do this? Can you make the coach do this? Kids knock on my door all the time. Because they see what they see what's happening, their, whether it be their previous season, just like you said, or what's happening on their on other teams in the same season. And, and you also see that in... You know, there's a few teams where we will work with the leadership council or work with a group of councils or, uh, you know, captains. Now, we always tell teams whenever they they ask for that specialized work with the small group, we always say we will do that as part of extra work, but not exclusive work. Like we won't work exclusively with a leadership council or captains because we recognize there needs to be the whole team buy in. But one thing you always hear, and it kind of goes to that point, Nick. I'll teach something in the small group. Maybe it's a group of like six captains of sorts. They will ask me, Hey coach, are you bringing, are you going to share the same lesson with the team? And I'll say, yes, I am. They'll say, Oh, good, good. They need to hear it. Like a lot of times, even those good kids on our team, those leaders, those captains, they need that extra, that extra reinforcement, that extra work with the team. They want it. They're like, help me lead greater. Help me, like help the team grow their mindset, the mindset, shift their perspectives, right? They, the players recognize the need for this and the value for this 100%. You know what I mean? So Nick, I got to be honest though, you're, you're doing a great job up there. And, um, and, and I know there's a lot of things. And, and one thing I, I just want to ask you, like, speak to this personal wrestling of, um, I know there's a lot of things you want to do within the athletic program. Oh my gosh. Your laundry list of like tasks, 
that you want to like kind of do around the, the program reminds me of like my wife's like projects list for the house, right? Like, <laughs> like it's never ending. It's 20 things long. At some point I want to redo this room and, you know, you know, redesign this room. I know you have a list that long, right? Yeah, you want to do I, have, I have about a 10 year plan in my head. That was like of things that I want to get done here. Let me just ask you though. How, why, why did you bump lead them, lead them up? ahead of those because remember the grant's not covering the whole thing there's right. a portion of this that you're covering and there's a lot of ad's that you know what lead them up or leadership in general it, it loses out to the the new weight room uh it, it loses out to the right. the i don't even know what like one of those things what, what do you cover the fence with all the, the, the wind screens. yeah the wind screens around the stadium field and like the new pylons and the new scoreboard Listen, some of that got pushed off slightly for this. Why? So I go back to like the student athlete experience. I want, I want our kids to leave high school and think back on their time, whether that be a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, and say that that was the best time of their life. Um, and all of that other stuff is great. And all of that other stuff adds to the, the element and the experience. But what's actually happening, the actual experience that is experiences that they're going through um, and the relationships that they develop, whether that be with their coach or their peers, that's what's going to stay with them um, for years and years to come. Not the windscreens, you know, not the decals on the wall, not the new helmets, um, the experiences that they have are what's going to to stay with them and resonate with them. I mean, like my, my best friends in my life right now are the guys that I played high school football with. Like they're, they were in my wedding. They, our kids are going to be friends when they grow up. You know, um, they were with me last week when I was crying because the giants were getting beat up. Like they were, you know, these are guys that, you know, like I love like my brothers and I want our kids to leave having that same experience. Um, and, and lead them up is a, is a pathway and a program that can lead to those experiences happening. Um, and I think that's why, that's why I prioritize it. I also think like there's an element of this world and, and I touched on it before, that's just so negative. So what can we do to foster positive experiences in our kids? Um, and it's my role as a leader to kind of guide the ship and, and make that happen. I mean, like Adam and I, we were talking as like, as an AD, you can do so much about just like checking the boxes. Like you can just, you can come in every day and you can answer your emails and you can set up your schedules and you can set up your buses and you can do your ordering of your uniforms and your balls and this and that. You can do all that and you can, you can get by, but do you want to leave a place better off when you leave, whether that be hope for me, for me, for me here, it's a long time from now. Do you want to leave that place better off? And do you want to leave the people that, that worked under you and with you um, as better people? And that that's what it's about to me. Man, so good, man. So, so good, Nick. And I mean, let's also just speak to another dynamic. It also helps lead to winning. Right. It also helps lead to winning, right? You get these kids engaged in greater character, more committed, more disciplined, more focused, more passionate, more consistent, more coachable, right? You get kids like that you can do more with them, right? Nothing guarantees winning in sports, but you got to increase the chances of winning and lead them up does. It increases the chances of winning. So on top of that, there's even a competitive advantage. In fact, it's why, 
I mean, when we first started, one thing we learned, we thought people would experience lead them up and then spread the word for us pretty graciously, right? Once they started using the program, we learned that that wasn't the case. They actually held it tight to their chest because they, they were they like, they didn't want the secret. secret recipe. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't want it to get out there. We we're like, what the heck? Like, are we, this is not how it's playing out. No one's telling anybody about lead them up. They're keeping it to themselves. I'm not going to lie. I, f- I feel that way sometimes. Like when I, <laughs> when I see, when I see other schools hop out, I'm like, okay, like, that's great. I'm, I'm happy for Adam and I'm happy for the program, but I'm like, Oh, that's our thing. But, but I, I, I get it. I get but, it. But yeah, it's, it's, it, I think it spreads naturally. I, I think it spreads naturally. I think people see what's happening. They're like, what what is that over there at Port Washington? What are you guys doing over there? So it, it, I think it happens organically, and and we're seeing that up in in Long Island, right? You know, whether it's uh, Scatero over at Wheatley yeah. or Danielle over at Locust, obviously Salem. I mean, it's just really permeated and and really spread. And and honestly, when you talk about legacy, like leaving places better than you found it, like I mean, you could take some credence in the sense that you're not just leaving port athletics better than you're fi- found it. Like you helping spearhead, this is leaving like almost a region better than you found it. Right. I mean, as it continues to spread and permeate and all these other schools are experiencing it, like what port has been able to do as a trendsetter and as a leader in that space led by you, Nick, like it's, it's reaching even beyond the walls of your Port Washington athletic program. And, and yes. that's, credit to you and, and to the team. So we had a dad, we had a dad come back and, and, and speak to me and it was at a, it was at like a function. He's like, Hey, can I get your ear for a second? And he was talking about his son was a part of Sean Dooley's basketball team. And Sean's one that has had lead him up in his program for years and years and years. And he said, my son went to, um, I think it was temple. And he was like at temple and there was like, um, like a leadership conference and they were bringing in like a top D one basketball coach who was talking about leadership or whatever. And, and he, and the kids stood up and was like, Hey, have you ever heard of lead them up? And he starts to, and the, the guy at the time was like, no. And he starts talking about it. And he said, like, because he did that, he was getting all these connections. And it turned out like, because he went through that experience, like three or four years earlier with his high school basketball coach that had nothing to do with basketball and everything to do about life and developing yourself. Um, and building relationships, he went off to college and then was making all these connections. I'm like, I was like, hmm. it feeds itself. It's amazing. Yeah. Great yeah, story. It's powerful. Kyle, Kyle, anything you want to add as we wrap up here? Uh, just celebrating you, Nick, because it, it takes a lot of effort and intentionality to roll it out to the level that you're doing. And you really need to be celebrated because as Adam said, it's not just a building impact that you're making. It's a regional impact. And those kids are going to grow up and they're going to move on. And because of you providing this opportunity for them, the legacy that you're creating is undoubtedly going to last a long time and spread. So um, just a nine clap to you, Nick, and appreciate you and all that you're doing for everybody up there at Port, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. So so good. And Kyle, the, the quote that came to mind as you shared that is, most leaders don't engage in persistence through resistance. And, you know, when you're doing some, something like this, there's there's some resistance, right? You got you to gotta fight to get a grant. You got to kind of convince people to get on board. You know, mm-hmm. so maybe some of those coaches that don't want it. Mm-hmm. Some people are asking why. Why are we spending? Like, there, there's just resistance at times, just naturally when you're rolling out something new or imp- incorporating. Most people, they feel the resistance. They pull back, right? They, they don't have the, the, the desire and the conviction 
to continue persistence through resistance. And Nick has, right? And, and it wasn't major resistance. I want to paint a picture or anything like that. But then, you know, there's just natural resistance of just mm-hmm. incorporating anything new. And, and you just- I just want to coach. I just want to coach. Yeah, I'm just here to coach. You know, yeah. like I've already got enough on my plate. My schedule's already full. I've already- We already, you know, do, that. We already do leadership. Yeah, you know, we're, <laughs> and we've been good. I mean, there's just naturally resistance and and it's understandable, but- you know, you just, you know, you, you really see kind of that, that bigger picture and that potential, what it could become. And so, yeah, shout out to you, Nick, but listen, great episode. Appreciate you taking some time to record with us on behalf of Kyle. I am Adam and the entire lead them up team. We thank you. And uh, as always have fun and lead them up. I hit the theme song. (laughs) 